Hi everyone, welcome to Friends Till the End, your one-stop shop for all things Friends, as we could shake the classic sitcom episode by episode. I'm Michael, I'm joined with the sleepy little sleepster, Elizabeth. Hi Elizabeth. Hey. How are you doing today? I'm tired. It's been a long week. It's been a long week. You've had to watch seven episodes of a TV show in one week. Ugh, so much work. And then talk about it afterwards. That's the kicker, talking about it. That's the real kicker. Mm. Well, look, neither of us want to be here. Everybody's given up listening back on day four. Let's just get through it as quickly as possible. All right. Just finished watching the one with the race car bed. (coughs) Great episode. We'll get your thoughts on it in just a minute. But first, time for an Ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. Oh, wait. Oh, what are you doing? Never mind. We blew it. Ask Elizabeth. Boop. Okay. Today's question comes from at Josh Matherson on Twitter. Um, and he asks, in honor of today's episode, describe your dream bed. Oh, man. And what a time to have that question be asked to me on the day I'm the sleepiest of all. Okay, my dream bed would be a California king. Okay. So that's a very large and in charge bed. It would definitely have some sort of memory foam or 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 the bed that kind of when you turn it conforms to all of the spots that your body is not touching the mattress. Mm-hmm. So that way there's no aches and pains. It's just a very very comfortable sleep. It keeps you cool, but also keeps you warm. And it would be really cozy and like it smells n- nice and clean. Maybe satin sheets on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many pillows are we talking? Oh, I don't know. Like a, a couple here and there. How Maybe many? Like four. How many know. for sitting up? Four. How many for sleeping? One. Just one? Maybe two. Maybe two. I'm not a huge firm, pillow person. Firm pillow? Soft pillow? What do you like? Oh, not soft. Those are the worst. Okay. Somewhere in the middle. Not, not too firm, but yeah, like a medium. What about headboard or anything like that i like i like the cloth headboards that you can lean up against so they're kind of okay not a metal railing no 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 that's crazy yeah four poster nah that's too much just something like cash okay yeah you know the beds that usually see in like those episodes i mean those those beds usually see in those commercials for like travel to the bahamas and you see like beds in the middle of the beach with like the swaying oh, okay. white curtain. Something like that. What are we talking thread count? Three million. Three million thread count? Mm-hmm. What's the minimum you'll go on thread count? Three million. Three million. All right. <laughs> cool. I like that. You stick by your guns and I respect that. I wish I had that bed right now. Maybe someday. All right. Good. Boom. Over and done with. On to the next one. We just finished watching the one with the race car bed. First aired, 7th of November, 1996. What are you saying in terms of viewing figures? I won last time, so you have to go first this time. Uh, What was it last time? 23.3. Oh, right, okay. Actually, I have to recuse myself from this one. I think I did see what this one is, so I can't, I can't go. Oh, what? I know, you I know. You probably knew what the last one was, No, too. I didn't, I didn't. I'll tell you it's higher. There's your clue. 24 even. 24 even. It is actually... 27.4. Okay, I cannot... They just I, spiked. They got 4 million viewers. I can't keep up with them. I don't understand it. I'm not really sure why. That's Maybe weird. like 
I don't know. Did a season end or something? Did football season? Football season hasn't even. Been, well, I don't know. Season. This sports. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? That's the way we do it. The episode opens with Ross talking about something that happened at the museum, mm-hmm. and all the friends seem to have zoned out because we get a little lap around the room of everybody's inner monologues. Yeah, it's clearly something that Ross does a lot. Mm-hmm. He sits there and talks about his job. Yep. So we go to Rachel. She thinks he's cute. She's like, oh, he's nice. I like it when he talks so passionately about his thing. We then go to Monica. It's like, oh, another dinosaur story. When are they going to go extinct? Chandler is thinking about what superpowers he would like. And then we get a little bit of insight into Gunther. A little bit of his inner monologue. Sure do. It's revealed he loves Rachel. Yeah, he has a crush on her. More than that, he's like, I love Rachel. I wish she was my wife. Mm. You're like, geez, Gunther. All right. We then go to Joey, who's just humming a song. And then we go to Phoebe, and her one is, who's singing? So she can hear Joey humming in his head. She's the greatest. Very good. She's so in tune. Mm-hmm. One of these fun little openings that don't really have anything to do with the rest of the episode, but it's good fun. I'm wondering why they felt the need to throw that in for Gunther. Like, are we even going to, like, is that going to be relevant? Wow. Who knows? She's not going to end up with Gunther. Well, it's just adding a little layer to his character. It's nice. All right. I like it. So then we get into the Rembrandts, and the episode opens. They're all sitting about Monica and Rachel's apartment, watching television. Janice is there as well. Commercial comes on. It's for Mattress King. It's revealed that the Mattress King is Janice's soon-to-be ex-husband. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, change it, change it. She's like, oh, no, it's okay. It's all right. Let's watch it. Yeah, I'm getting half of this money anyway. Yeah, so you see the commercial, and it's the Mattress King. It's like a close-up of his face being like, Well, I recently lost my queen, so for that, I'm going to slash all of the prices. It's just like this major sale and all of these amazing deals. And I think that kind of puts Janice off. And Chandler, he calls him a wank. Yeah, he calls him a wank. He's done it again. What were you doing, Chandler? It's weird. Apparently, it's it, he's choosing to use that word. It's not a mess up, but he's just it's that's a choice. his thing. It's a choice. They're writing that word that Chandler is using for him. Right. It's weird because no one else has said it. No. So yes, we that that sets that up. Rachel has set up a dinner with her dad. Wants Ross to come along. Ross isn't happy, as he puts it. He'd rather fall off the Empire State Building and land on a a bicycle without a car, without a seat on it. Ow. Ouch, that would hurt. Well, he would die. He wouldn't land perfectly. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like, you'd be dead. Dumb. So, was he saying he'd rather die? He's just, he's just concocting an unpleasant situation, so he doesn't have to go to dinner with his dad. Well, not because he doesn't have to, it's not going to be an excuse, but he doesn't like his dad. His dad calls him wethead. (laughs) Fair enough, to be honest. Yeah, there's so much gel in there. It was the style of time. Mm. Joey's got a gig. Not an acting gig, but a teaching gig. Night classes. Teaching soap opera. Acting for soap operas. Yeah. That's interesting. Wouldn't you have to have some sort of, like, degree? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I guess those who can't teach. <laughs> Are you going to finish that? No, that's it. What did you say? Those who can't teach. It's I've shortened the expression. It's those who can do and those who can't teach. Oh. Uh, never mind. Do you not get it? 
No, no. He's a failed actor, so he's taking on teaching instead. No, I got it. Okay, good. It was really good. Yeah. It was Do you want so, me to... Oh my ex- God. <gasps> Say it again. Can I man- explain yeah. the joke a little bit more? Oh my God, please. <laughs> you know what? No. You don't deserve to hear it explained again. Monica goes to the Mattress King. She's in the market for a new bed, and those prices are too good to resist. What was it, like 400 for a, a king-size mattress or something? Queen, I think? Just a queen? Yeah, but... It's good going, though. 400 bucks for a good good mattress? Yeah. We So we were in the store. She's with Phoebe. We got a glimpse at the race car bed, which shouldn't even be on sale, because that's not a mattress. This is Mattress King. It's not bed frame king. <laughs> So that shouldn't even be on sale. Maybe it's part of the deal. I zoned out after this. I thought, if they're not going to care enough about their episode, about the continuity of what the Mattress King does, then why should I care? True. I, I, I think we should just end the podcast there. All right, they've let's lost, do it. They've I'm lost really me. tired, so this would work out well. Okay. Um, so she buys a mattress. She finds one really nice period blood color. Oh my God. <laughs> you mean red? It's really red, though. Period blood color. How do you? How many times have you gotten your period? Well, I'm a little late this month. No. Yeah, exactly. You cannot talk about period blood colors. Anyway, she finds a mattress. She really loves it. Phoebe's like, "Ooh, this is a betrayal to Chandler." Is it a betrayal to Chandler? Like, to buy a mattress from his girlfriend's ex? Yeah. I mean, why would Chandler care? Giving him business. But that money that will then just go towards, like, his kid, which is Janice's kid, which Chandler should care about a little bit. Yeah, I don't really think it's a betrayal. I think she's reading it a little bit too much into it. Yeah. Do you think Chandler's being a good stepdad? I think he's taking his cues from Ross and just being completely disinterested in this little tyke. Have we even seen him with the kid? No, we haven't. We okay, haven't. then. So I couldn't answer that, really. But I imagine he'd probably just be goofy and play with it a bunch. You know. I think he would be awkward. I wonder if she's like, even introduced him to it because hold it, it on his like, hips and be sort of like arms out. It's like hello. But nice like to we meet don't you. even see her with the kids, so we saw her with it one time. Yeah, but like one time. Mm. Mm. It's a little bit fishy. Kids don't make appearance in friends apparently. And this kid's like wee. It's not like it could be a daycare or anything. It's mm-hmm. in like a a buggy or a, what? What do you call it? Push pram cart stroller a stroller stroller. Or a, That's right. A carriage. So it shouldn't be that big a deal, but like the whole premise of this episode is like, oh god, Chandler can't find out that we went to the Mattress King. So Ross and Rachel go to dinner. We get the return of Rachel's dad. Do we know his name yet? Have we had his name? Um, Should we look gosh, it up? I didn't even notice, to be honest. I don't think we got it this episode. I'm looking it up because I think we should know it. I think it's important. Okay. While I'm looking up, one thing I forgot to notice in the to mention in the previous scene, while Ro- Ross and Rachel are like talking, Gunther is like staring at them, and then Rachel walks away, and Ross is just like, "Hi, Gunther," and he's like, "Yeah, we'll see." Yeah. So this is gonna be his thing now, I think. I know. I guess he's uh, his, his character's really developed. They're like, "Oh, we like him. Let's add some things in for him." Yeah, he's not just the the striking man in the back of the coffee shop. Why is his hair dyed bleach blonde? Why? Because you notice him. You see him. Ugh. Alright, let's see. Leonard. Dr. Leonard Green. Okay, Leonard. Dr. Leonard Green, please. So, let's Dr. Be Leonard Green and Ross and Rachel Lenny. are at... 
Let's call him Lenny. I think he enjoys being called Lenny. So Lenny and Ross and Rachel are at dinner. Doesn't go very well. No. He doesn't seem to know what Ross does for a living. He asks him how the library is and Ross makes jokes about something else. I feel like Ross makes jokes and he knows it doesn't go well and yet he still continues to do the same thing. Like try to change up your tactic a little. You know that's not going to fly with her so, dad. But what's he meant to be, do? Just be like really somber and like... Or like a, a kiss ass, or like what's what's he to just do? Just like do what you got to do to get through the dinner with him not mm. like hating you, and if that means stop making those dumb jokes, then yeah, stop making the dumb jokes for an hour. You know, mm. we get a cut to later in the dinner. They're kind of like paying up, and Ross is asking him. He's trying. He's like, "How's the boat?" And he's like, "My boat's got rust," and he's like, "Rust is cancer to a boat, Ross." And Ross is like, I'm sorry. When I was 13, I lost a bike to that. <laughs> it's a good you joke, but that, yeah. it's a good joke, but like, it ain't gonna win you. <laughs> it no, isn't gonna like, win over Lenny. He's not gonna have that. He should have realized that by the first, his first few jokes didn't land. Like, come on, just stop doing it. Just stop trying. <laughs> Rachel was amused. She was laughing at him, but like, she liked it. Ross notices that Lenny is a terrible tipper. Yeah. He leaves like, what, 4% on a $200 tip? Yeah, because so most of them got lobster, which is expensive. So that's like, shoot, I don't know, like less than 10 bucks. It's not great. Maybe the service was bad. Who knows? No, because he notices the tip and Rachel's like, oh yeah, that's daddy. Mm-hmm. And Russ is not having that. He's like, what do you mean? Like, you just accepted he doesn't treat the service people... Like they should, especially with you being a waitress. Yeah. Yeah, he was confused. It's a shame. Ross basically tries to sneak a tip. Tries to lay down 20 bucks. Which, to be fair, isn't that much better. That's like 10%. Better than like 4 bucks. Yeah, I guess. Wouldn't it be $8? 4%? Yeah, I think you're right. I don't know. I'm not good... Well, because when 4% of, say it was $100, 4% yeah. would be, would be four, 4 so. Yeah, so yeah. I did math! Good job, buddy. Yay! You did good. Anyway, he catches him, and he's like, oh, well, I'll tell you what, big man. He rips up the his receipt and throws it at him, and it's like, all right, you're going to, you pay for dinner. But I think he's already paid at this point. If he's got the receipt, it's already paid for. But he didn't, like, he didn't sign it and write in the total. He ripped... No, he has. Like, he did, but that's what he ripped up. No, he's already done that because he's got his card back. Oh. And he's laying down the tip. I think it's already paid for, mate. Like, I don't oh, think... Oh, so I don't know then. But he does have to pay for it, right? I guess. But it's another continuity error. Yeah. God damn it. So it ends horribly. He has not made that good impression that he was hoping to do. Nope. Joey's excited. He's got an audition to be a boxer. At the same time, mattress. Uh, at the same time, Monica's new mattress is being delivered. Phoebe wants to do some sparring with Joey. And Phoebe just fucking smacks him in the nose twice. Yeah. What? What the fuck, Phoebe? That was weird. I didn't realize that she was actually hitting him. I thought yeah. she was like pretending, and he was, you know, she would do the punch, and he would put his head back. Like no, she'd actually... Joey's not that good an actor. He was getting proper hit. I. I... I don't understand why she was hitting him. Because, I don't know, she's tough, I guess. It's weird. That life on the street is uh, hardened her. So anyway, Joey gets a bloody nose. She goes to, like, patch it up. And while they're doing that, they get distracted from the fact that the mattress is being delivered. And what is it? It's not the 
Well, it is a red. It is a red sleeping device, but it's not the mattress that she ordered. It's the bloody racing car. It's the little kid's race car. (laughs) And Phoebe had signed for it Mm -hmm. before she saw it. She was pretending to be Monica, basically, because, you know... Did Monica ask her to do that? Yes, I believe so. Okay. Then, yeah, so she's tending to Joey, and all of a sudden you just see this race car come in and be put right in Monica's room. So Phoebe assumes it's the mattress that she bought, because she doesn't see it. Mm Mm-hmm. Joey's lessons are going okay, I think. The class seemed to be responding to him. His first one, his first lesson's like, oh, acting is about reacting. So somebody says something, you have to be like, oh... And everyone's like, yeah, very good, very good. And then he's like, oh, but for some of you to be in a soap opera, you're going to have to get much more attractive. Yeah, rude. Whoops. Uh, Later on, he's teaching them the kind of the tricks of the trade, talking about how to cry on command. His technique is the old pubic pluck. No. Yeah. That's what he was saying. That's how he cries on demand. He cuts a little hole in his pocket. He has tweezers in them. And then he just starts pulling away. I assume that meant leg hair. Uh, I don't think so. Well, does your pocket touch your things? Yeah, kind of. Well, I would just assume, like, if you think about putting your hand in your pocket, a little whole it, thing. Uh, I think it's the pubic pluck. Oh, God. Why do you for. say it like that's a normal thing? It's an acting technique. You wouldn't know. No, it's you're not. You're not much of an actor, but. No, it's not. The pubic pluck, that is not an acting technique. Oh, we'll look it up after this. He also talks about the fish hook for if you're evil. Like, you got a fish hook in your eyebrow, and you kind of like it, and you're like, hmm. And if somebody says something that upsets you, you try and do, like, a really difficult math sum, so your eyes are kind of like... <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. It's good, that, yeah. that was, like, my favorite one of his advice. And the class just seemed to like it. They seemed to be soaking all up. Joey seems to be actually quite a good soap opera teacher. I guess. I don't know how he's going to stretch these out for, like, a whole semester, but first couple of lessons are going okay. Yeah. Now, does he have more than one class? Or is it just of pupils? one? Yeah. No, I think it's the same people. Okay. So then he's got a promising young pupil who asks him to help help him coach him. He's got an audition. It's the same bloody role. Oh, no. The boxer. Nick the boxer. Nick the boxer in All My Children. Yeah. Oh, no. What's going to happen there? We'll check back later. How you doing there, champ? You hanging in there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Elizabeth, for people listening, when Elizabeth isn't talking, she's just leaning back with her eyes closed <laughs> and just letting the episode wash around her. She's done. She's suffered for her art. I'm sorry. To bring this to you. No, you're doing... Look, if uh, if I thought that you were tanking the show, I would say something, but your contributions are great. I think you're you're really holding up there, champ. You're Thank doing you. great. Keep it up. Okay. Proud of you. Not much... We're, we're getting there. This is going to be a quick episode. We're going to be going to be fine. Sorry, everyone. You're doing great. Phoebe is freaking out because this mattress has been delivered. And she's like, oh no, Monica's going to kill me. Rachel and Ross argue over her dad. Ross is just like, look, we're never going to get on. You're just going to have to live with it. It's fine. But Rachel kind of gets upset. It's like, you have to make an effort because I've already got a mum and dad that don't speak to each other. I don't want a third room for you. It's just too much. Yeah. This was good. That's sad. This is a lair. This is what I'm talking about with Rachel. There's more to her. This is why you should give her a bit of credit. This goes beyond like your typical, oh, it'd be nice if you got on with my dad. It's like, you need to get on with my dad because my fam- the rest of my family are falling apart. That's not her fault. 
I know, but this is... It's not his fault either. I know, but this is what I'm saying. Jennifer Aniston, Rachel's character. She's good. She got layers, man. Okay. She cares. All right. So they're having him over to brunch. They're hoping that it goes a bit better. Monica realizes the mattress she's got. She's really not happy. Chandler comes in and is like, Oh, you got a racing car bed. (laughs) And Phoebe's like, You're only just noticing this? She's had it all the time. It's a weird scene. I think they're trying to convince him that she didn't just get a new bed, but it doesn't seem like he's suspicious or cares right? It, where she got weird. the new bed from. And the problem is she can't return it because Phoebe had signed for it. But she signed be for her. it before she saw it in the first place. It's not like she saw it and was like, yeah, that's it, sign here. Like, you would sign after the delivery's made. Yeah, well... Well, Phoebe fucked up. Yeah, but... I would suck. You would still just be like, I don't see what the problem is. Because clearly someone got her mattress by mistake that was expecting a little kid's red well, car, right? Maybe not. They maybe just brought the wrong one. Okay. But it's like, her mattress must be more expensive than that shitty little plastic racing car bed. So why don't they just be like, oh yeah, sorry about that. We'll take that back. And here's here's the mattress you wanted. It's a lot more expensive. Right. It's more money. Like... I don't know what the problem is. It's weird. You're right. It's just like, oh, well, you sign. There's nothing I can do. Just be like, well, clearly there is something you can do. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's ridiculous. Anyway, so Joey um, coaches this promising young pupil. Turns out he's really good. Or at least that's what the scene would have you assume. He's fine. He's all right. He's not bad. Well, he's crying and showing Mm. a lot of emotion. Yeah, so Joey's very intimidated by him. So the guy's like, do you have any advice for me before my audition? And Joey advises him to play it super gay. Super, super gay. In hopes that that would be completely the wrong choice Mm -hmm. and the part would be his. Mm -hmm. His friends lambast him for it. Mm -hmm. And Joey's like, I really wanted the part. I really, really wanted the part. And Phoebe's like, well, if you really, really wanted it, I guess it's okay. (laughs) Good one, Phoebe. She only has a couple, like, random one-liners, it seems, besides that one scene she's in earlier. Well, she's got more to do than Chandler in this episode. But True, yeah. Chandler, nowhere to be found. Lenny comes around for brunch. Ross is trying very much to be the bigger man. He gives, although he does give up after, like, one negative comment from him. He's like, oh, I can't do this. This is hopeless. Why is it that her dad would agree to come to brunch after the dinner going so badly? Well, maybe she was just like, uh, he wants to see Rachel. Like, he wants to spend time with his daughter. So maybe Rachel was like, come to brunch. She didn't necessarily think Ross was going to be there. Okay. Anyway, they're there. It starts off going very poorly. And then they start bonding over, like, Rachel's chiropractor, who's a bit of a quack. Dr. Bobby. And they basically then just spend the rest of the brunch... You know, finding common ground over mansplaining things to Rachel. Like, making fun of her almost, like, bashing her. Yeah. Like... It's like, you don't know anything, you stupid girl. Daddy uh, and Rossi know best. Ross is like, oh yeah, and that's what I always say about her getting renter's insurance. And her dad's like, you don't have renter's renter's insurance? Well, the worst one's like, how can you let her go to this person? And she's like, excuse me, let me, let me go to this person? Right. Oh, God. But anyway, they got on fine, and I guess that's what Rachel wanted, so be careful what you wish for, Rachel. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's our happy ending from that little storyline. I mean, they started bonding a little bit more, so maybe that's enough to bridge the gap for their future encounters. Yeah, maybe. Joey gives a heartfelt speech to the rest of his class, kind of about the ethics of acting. He was like, I, sacri- I 
sabotaged a fellow actor. I advised him to play a role wrong. Um, but it turns out they really loved it and he got the part. And now I'm stuck here in this crappy job with these people that won't get a job because they're not attractive enough. And everyone starts applauding because they think he's like doing a bit or like a monologue or something. Yeah, so this person that got the job, his contract is for two years yep. across a pretty talented actor. I didn't recognize the name, but I assume because he said it, it's probably someone of... Someone from all my Some importance, yeah. yeah. But that's why I asked you earlier, is this the only class he has? Wouldn't that guy be in that class? Or was he well, just... he quit because he's got this job. He doesn't oh, need... Oh, okay. He doesn't need to come to soap opera acting classes if oh, he's just okay. landed a big role in soap opera. Got it. Teaching. God, you must be tired if you didn't even think of that. Who's singing? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Monica goes down to the Mattress King to try and straighten things out. Joey goes with her. Yep. Um, Shut up. And they talk to some little goober in a jester hat. And he's like, there's nothing I can do. So Joey's like, I'm talking to the king. So he barges through to the back office. He looks through the window, sees the king making out with someone. And he's, Joey's got like the sort of, yeah, my man. The king's getting himself a little... a little um, Passionate necking. A little bit of passionate necking. And then the angle changes and you see the woman he's kissing. It's bloody Janice. <gasps> he's doing a kissy kiss on Janice. Ugh. And Joey's mouth was wide mm-hmm. open. And Janice is like, oh my god. So she cheated on Chandler. God damn it. Damn it. Is this the end of Janet of Chandler? Ja- Janice? <laughs> Janice, I think you said it on. Jingle Chandler. I think it was Janice. Janice. Right, yeah. Oh god, what's gonna become of them? I don't know. hmm I was thinking about Ross and Rachel's one again. Should definitely be Rass. <laughs> Rass. Okay, but only because you said it like that. Yeah, you have to say it like that. Instead of... Rochel. Oh, yeah, Rochel's Rocho. good, too, but I prefer Rass. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why I'm making jokes right now. This is so serious. <laughs> this could be the end of um, Chandler. And Janice! Whatever. <laughs> and, yeah, that goes to the credits. We get the end credits. Chandler's just sitting on the racing car bed, making racing car noises, because, you know, you got to do something with him. You're paying Matthew Perry for this week's episode. You may as well get him doing something. Mm-hmm. And he gets caught by Rachel and the episode ends. And that was the one with the race at the car bed. Mm. A racy episode, you might say. Ooh, <laughs> wordplay. Yep. It was okay. Underwhelmed? Yep. A little bit underwhelmed by the whole season so far? Yes. Oh, no. I am not liking it. It's going to get good. Trust me. Are it's you gonna sure? Pick up. Yep. Season two so far was so great, and I, now... Yeah, I, I agree. It's been a, a fairly underwhelming start to the season. Okay. Oh, it's going to get good. We're going to get there. Well, I'm willing to give it a whirl because I've signed on to do this, so I kind of have to, but also because I'm just willing. Good. Oh, what a hero you are. Thanks, man. That's going to do it for this week's episode, and it's going to do it for seven podcasts in seven days. We did it again. Yay! Hooray. Give me a high five. Woo! You ready for season four when we do it again in a few months' time? We don't speak of that yet. Okay. It's a long way away. Not really. It'll come sooner than we think. Nah, we'll be fine. (laughs) Gotta get through them, man. Gotta get through these episodes. Yeah. Anyway, our next episode, going back to our normal schedule, is the one with the giant poking device. (laughs) (laughs) 
I know why you're laughing. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Richard Burke's back, and he's oh, showing off his manliness. <laughs> Gross. Anyway, until then, thank you all very much for listening. Follow us on Twitter at FriendsPod. Leave us a nice uh, rating and review on iTunes and Google Play and Stitcher Radio. Tell a friend. Uh, I've not got time for all this. It's it's hot in here. It's hot. It's been a long week. Still got to edit this thing and get it out. Uh, anyway. Maybe we should stop complaining. We, we should. We're, we're very grateful to everyone. Thank you all very much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed the 7 Podcast in 7 Days. It's been good fun for us as well. Absolutely. And we'll, we'll catch you next time. Catch you on the flippity flop. Bye.